the podcast from First Lutheran Church in Columbia Heights, Minnesota. During the season of Lent, we are reading through the entire Gospel of Luke. Each day, you will hear a portion of the Gospel, followed by a brief meditation and a prayer. Subscribe to receive this podcast daily. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to First Lutheran's Lenten Podcast. We are reading the entire book of Luke together. I'm Michelle Edwards, a member of the congregation, and today I'm reading from Luke chapter 8, verses 26 to 56. They sailed to the region of Gerasenes, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but had lived in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his lungs, What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the impure spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had seized him, and though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, he had broken his chains and had been driven by the demon into solitary places. Jesus asked him, What is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him, and they begged Jesus repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss. A large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs, and he gave them permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When those tending the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone out sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had been cured. Then all the people of the region of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them because they were overcome with fear. So he got into the boat and left. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with him, but Jesus sent him away saying, return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus had done for him. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house because his only daughter, a girl of about twelve, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. 
Your daughter is dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, Don't be afraid. Just believe, and she will be healed. When he arrived at the house of Jairus, he did not let anyone go with him except Peter, John, and James, and the child's father and mother. Meanwhile, all the people were wailing and mourning for her. Stop wailing, Jesus said. She is not dead, but asleep. They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But he took her by the hand and said, My child, get up. Her spirit returned, and at once she stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astonished, but he ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. So here in this passage, we get a glimpse of Jesus at work. Luke is showing us what Jesus was like among the people who flocked to him. First, we have the story of the demon-possessed man. What a sight that wild man must have been coming at them as soon as they got out of their boat. But his words must have been even more startling. The demons inside him recognize Jesus. They call him the Son of God. They fear him and they obey him. When Jesus commands it, they come out of the man and they go where he tells them. When people come to see what's going on, they find the local crazy man sitting calmly by Jesus, dressed, speaking, and acting normally. Recognizing how much power it would take to work such a miracle, the people are afraid of Jesus and ask him to leave. He goes and sends the healed man to his home. When the disciples get back across the lake, a crowd was waiting, and a man asked Jesus for help. His daughter is very sick, and he wants Jesus to heal her. Agreeing, Jesus begins to make his way to the man's home with the crowd coming along. And suddenly, Jesus stops and asks, Who touched me? His disciples must have thought he was going crazy. Who hadn't touched him? They were in the middle of a crowd. But Jesus knew, and a woman fell at his feet. She needed healing, but may have been afraid to ask outright for help. She touched his cloak and was healed. Why did Jesus call her out? He didn't chastise her. He praised her faith and pronounced a simple benediction on her. Go in peace. Now they get word that the sick girl Jesus was on his way to heal has died. But Jesus keeps going, getting to the house where she is already being mourned. He says she's only sleeping and people snicker at his ignorance. But he takes her hand, tells her to get up, and she does, alive and healthy. So what do we get from these stories? They certainly all display Jesus' power. He's able to do things an ordinary person cannot do. That is certainly miraculous and impressive. Yet what really strikes me about all three of these stories isn't his power, but his compassion. Jesus could see that the demon-possessed man had no kind of life, wasn't able to do the things most take for granted, live, work, have a family. Jesus gave him back his life, restored him to his home and his family. Jesus showed powerful compassion to the woman who touched his cloak. He knew of her need, honored her faith, let her know she mattered. He gave her not only her health, but acceptance as well, calling her daughter. And the little girl who died, what compassion he had for her parents, for all those who loved her and were already mourning her loss. He did this great huge thing of bringing her back to life itself, and he did it in such a calm, gentle way. Jesus blessed the people who came near him, giving them what they needed, what they were seeking, even if they didn't ask. He is still doing that today. He's prepared to meet our every need, 
ready to respond with power and with compassion. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for understanding our needs, for accepting us and caring enough to have compassion on us. Help us keep our faith steady in you. Amen.